Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 262 of the Ask the Coach show, where Ping Skills helps you improve your table tennis. In today's show, we'll present the drill of the week and answer question and answer questions on Jorgen Persons coaching, developing your own service style, hybrid rubbers, and calculating where the ball will land. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, Super Coach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Thank you, Jeffrey. Yes, and uh, it's good to be back on a roll doing these Ask the Coach shows. Some good comments coming through. Certainly is, and um, you know, your internet is looking remarkably clear tonight, which is great for the show. Ah, excellent. Good on you. (laughs) Excellent, Telstra. Yeah, well done. All right, so yesterday we asked a Ping Sealers question of the day, which was, should Fan Zendong be playing at the Olympics? Did this create much discussion? Yeah, a bit of discussion. And uh, as we suspected, everybody thinks that he should be there. Um, You know, um, Ignacio said, why not? And that's what I reckon. Why not? Robert Syme said, yes. Um, Fabio said, yes, Lushi Wen too, not to mention Zhu Xin and Zhu Yuling. Hmm, I agree. Um, Mukul, yes, of course. Uh, and, and Pakesh said, even more so, Lushi Wen deserves a singles place over both the others. And, um, ten, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, like, I like the fact that Ding Ning's in there because she's been tested and true. But, um, yeah, Lushi Wen, yeah, I mean, number one. How can, you, how can you leave her out? Um, so, yes, overwhel- overwhelmingly sentiment, he should be there. He should be at the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, it, it would make it just better to have the top players there, I think. But then, I don't know, how do you change the Olympics? you got the rules in place. Um, so it is yeah. what it is. It is, isn't it? Yeah. And, I mean, it'd be nice, but, um, yeah. uh, well, we'll just see. Um, yeah, I think, um, you know, in general, it's just, just better to have the best players in the world there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, a, a, lot, a lot of it has come about because the Chinese were always just seen as, you know, this clump of players that they were just the Chinese. But I think the ITTF now are starting to personalise these guys a bit more. So it's not so... Now I don't think it's such an issue. Um if uh, if there's more than two Chinese, you know, before it was just like, oh, the Chinese. Uh, but now, you know, we know a little bit more about the life of Zhang Ziker and Ma Long and those sort of guys. And and I think it, yeah, uh, maybe, you know, maybe down the track, you know, at the um, Tennis US Open, you know, they don't limit that to, to two uh, players from the US or anything. No, but what about the, um, in... In the Olympics, in the tennis, they might. Yeah, they do. They do that. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so but, the Olympics but, are different. And at the World Championships, they allow more in. But I think what you said about personalising yeah. the players is definitely right because now um, people might go, oh, yeah, I like Ma Long better than Zhang Zikur. So they're definitely not just saying, oh, they're the Chinese. They're, they are definitely looking at the individuals. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the other thing is that that now a gold medal is definitely seen as the pinnacle of um, 
of the sport in table tennis. Whereas in tennis, in um, golf, in those sort of sports, it isn't. You know, I mean, um, the the tennis players almost, you know, I mean, the the Olympic gold medals maybe, you know, fifth at best, um, and probably further down the track um, as far as uh, as prestige is concerned. I know. Well, they get. Nothing for winning the Olympics in prize money, but they would get uh, probably two million for winning the other Grand Slams. So, <laughs> in terms yeah. of just pure prize money, um, there's no comparison. Yeah. Money talks, indeed. That's right, indeed. All right. Well, that moves us on to today's related Ping Skillers question of the day, which is: How many provincial Chinese players do you think there are that are better than the number fifty player in the world? So um, you need to have your numbers hats on here. How many Chinese players do you think, how many provincial Chinese players do you think there are that are better than the number 50 player in the world? Love to hear your thoughts. Jump on to uh, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash pingskills or onto the pingskills blog at pingskills.com and let us know. Yeah. So just as a, as a guide for you guys, um, currently number 50 in the world, Man from England, Liam Pitchford. There you go. Interesting. Good one. All right. Now, it is Wednesday, which means we are presenting the drill of the week. What have you got for us today? Yeah, so uh, today's is a pretty simple drill. It's one person playing forehand topspin from their forehand corner, and they're going to be hitting the ball to um, two positions. So the other person is going to block on the forehand and on the back end. So we do a lot of drills where where the blocker is playing from the one position to lots of different positions and varying it. But this is a little bit of a, a change in um, in pace where the person doing the topspin now is varying where they're hitting the ball to. So this is a really good drill because in a, in a match situation, often we find that players um, really like just hitting the ball. You know, when they're attacking, they always attack to the one position. So this will help you to just start to vary where you're hitting that attacking ball to, sometimes down the line, sometimes cross-court, and just start to relax the wrist a little bit um, and change your timing so you can get those uh, different positions. It's a really important skill when you get into a match situation to be able to, to utilise that variation. Yeah, that's a good point because... I. I must admit I was the same. Whenever I did drills, I was probably 95% of the time would just be hitting the ball to one spot for the person to block it back. And I guess you do that because that makes it easier for them to block and be a bit more consistent. But it is so important to vary where you're hitting the ball. Um, So when people are doing this, Alloys, any tips for um, their forehand topspin on the differences between hitting it across court to down the line? Yeah, so so there's a couple of things that you can look at to, to vary the the, uh, the placement. So one is just by changing the angle of your racket very slightly, so it's from there to there. That's all you need to change the um, the positioning of, of the ball on the other end of the table. But the other thing that you can do as well is just change the timing slightly. So if you hit the ball a fraction earlier. You can see the, my bat is now facing over there and that's where the ball's going. But if I hit the ball a little bit later, then my racket is facing down the line. So just by change, and it's again, it's not much. It's just either hitting it here or hitting it here. 
you now get a different um, different result as to where the ball um, ends up. So uh, think about those two ways of varying the positioning of your attacking ball. Excellent. All right. So next time we're out in the court, just have a go at this routine, your forehand topspin to your opponent's forehand and then backhand. Just practice varying where you're hitting the ball. Excellent drill. Good one, Alois. All right. It is time for the questions. And Mike D has jumped onto the Google Q&A app and asked a question. And anyone can do the same thing by just going to our Google Plus page, which you can find at the bottom of every one of our web page pages, and clicking on the Google Plus icon. And Mike has asked, he says, Hi, guys. Welcome back. Dmitry Ovtarov has a new coach, Jorgen Persson. Do you think uh, that person who has had his own success against the Chinese of his day can make Ovtarov more competitive against the current Chinese players? Definitely. I don't know why someone hasn't picked up Jorgen earlier than this. Um, I think, you know, when, when you're um, listening to someone or trying to learn from someone, there's no better, there's no better teacher than actually being through the ringer and actually um, achieved what you're trying to achieve. Beating the Chinese is not easy. But, you know, that group of uh, Swedish players, Jorgen, Waldi, Applegren, uh, Eric Lind, you know, at that time um, were able to do it. So when, when you've come from that perspective, it's, um, it's easier to, to um, keep things in perspective and to understand the things that you actually need to do to beat the Chinese players. And you're not overawed by the fact, oh, they're the Chinese players. or they're... So this guy has actually done it. He's been there. He's done it. He's won gold medals against them. Um, I think it is a fantastic move by Ovchirov. Um, You know, it's not saying that he's just going to walk out there now and beat the Chinese players, but it just having that little bit of... Um, um, confidence behind him is can can definitely help great move dimmy absolutely well done dimmy love it and um yeah well let's let's see how jorgen's had a bit of time with him now uh so let's see if over the next year or so he can um get some good results against the chinese time will tell all righty next up is a question from sj who says as seen in serves of other international players, all have developed their own unique serving style like Marlin and many more. Is it a good idea to develop your own unique serve to boggle the opponents in a match? Yes. So um, yeah, we, with just some basic serves that we that we show you on um, on pingskills.com as well, there's, you know, the pendulum, the, the, the punch serve, the tomahawk serve, the backhand serve, all those serves. But if you can just have a subtle variation of something that you do specifically and do it well, it can make a really big difference because players have get uh, used to seeing pendulum serves. They get used to seeing the punch serve. They get used to seeing the, the tomahawk. If you just throw them a different picture, and it can be any picture, it, just a subtle variation that makes your serve unique and it makes it just a little bit more difficult for them to to switch on to what's happening uh, when you're serving at them. So 
definitely just experiment. Try something different uh, when you when you're doing your serves, and you'll you'll see that you'll have some good results with it. Yeah, it is amazing how just some different perspective can make it really hard for people to return the serve. I remember when I was playing, there was a French guy, Marmarac, left-hander, Alois, and he used to have, it was kind of like a punch serve, but no one was doing it at the time. And all the top players were having a lot of difficulty returning this serve just because they'd never seen it before. So, you know, this variation, it, it really is important. Yeah, that's right. So um, start with the basics. Make sure that you can um, serve well, serve with spin and, and um, control where you're hitting the ball to. And then just just experiment. Try a few different things with um, with your hand, with your arm, with whatever. See, see what you can come up with. Yeah, it can be anything, can't it? It can be even as simple as moving to a different spot on the table, so not always serving from the backhand corner or just a slightly different way that you move your wrist. Um, it doesn't have to be a lot different to uh, cause a bit of confusion amongst your opponents. So, yeah, as Alo said, experiment. Good question, SJ. All right, next up is a question from Yuan who says, what advantages and disadvantages do you think there are in hybrid rubbers? So rubbers with a Euro-Japanese sponge and a tacky Chinese top sheet. Also, would you advise the use of these rubbers or is it better just to choose one or the other? I love them. Um, my favourite rubber that I ever played with, I reckon, was um, was a friendship rubber that had the um, the cream sponge, the um, the 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 lighter color but also softer sponge for me it, it just gives you a nice balance between that um the the control and the spin um so yeah i really like them but you know it's it's really just a matter of of preference for yourself it's a matter of what you uh, like uh, the feel of i mean some people just like you know the, the euro sponges and euro rubbers some people like the chinese rubbers i used to love what you call the hybrid rubber soft sponge Tacky top, Maresi. There you go. That's the most excited I've ever seen you get about table tennis equipment. Amazing. <laughs> there you go. See? <laughs> there you go. All right, Yuan, you've got Alois excited about table tennis equipment. Well done. And most of the time he's like, you know, it just doesn't matter. Just train a bit more. But there, we've got him finally excited. Well done. All righty. Next up question from christian he says i can't find the time to calculate where the ball will land and when i'm looking at someone else playing i can predict pretty much every ball but that's probably because of a third person perspective when i'm in a game i just can't do it so do you have any tips for christian yeah so christian firstly um the the reason that when you're looking at it from out there it's a little bit easier is because you're a lot calmer and more relaxed and um, so in that state, then it's easier to, um, to see where the ball is. When you're in the heat of the battle, sometimes you get a little bit tighter. And one of the first things that stops when you, when you get a little bit tighter is your eyes. Your, your focus um, and your change of perspective of focus um, slows down. So just remaining relaxed is going to help you, firstly, to track that ball. Secondly, then it's a matter of really just watching the ball carefully during the rally. Um, I can't 
stress that enough. The more you watch the ball, the better you watch the ball, the easier it's going to become to track the ball and to react and all those sorts of things as well. So watching the ball, you know, we talk about a lot. You know, uh, there was a bit of discussion in one questions the other day about, you know, where do I look? Uh, I want to look at the other guy's bat and then the ball. and just can't do it. You've just got to focus on the ball. Everything else falls into place after that. Absolutely, yep. Good question, Christian, and great advice, Alois. And it is interesting, that calmness, because, yeah, just a little bit of nerves or, you know, a little bit of tension, and it only takes a slight bit um, for your reactions just to be a little bit worse off, and suddenly you've got no chance. Um, So, you know, that staying calm and watching the ball is so important. Yeah, and then the other the other thing that does happen when you tighten up is is that your movements also tighten up. So you know to be able to react to move to there, it becomes harder because there's tension. When you're relaxed, then it's easy to move from side to side as well. So yeah, there's lots of things that um, that your emotional level will, will change. Indeed, indeed. All right, and if you want more information about that emotional level. Check out our sports psychology lessons at pingskills.com. Okay, next up, Victor E has asked a question. He says, I know it's early, but who do you see winning the Olympics? Men's Fan Zendong, women's Liu Xi Wen. Um, Alois, they're not playing. Oh. I know they're number one and number two in the world, but they're not playing. Right. So they're not in the Olympics. They're not playing singles. <laughs> uh, it has to be Ma Long, surely. Who's going to beat him? He's unbeatable, oh, except for last week in the Japan Open. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ma Long and Ding Ning for me. There you Ma go. Ma Long and Ding Ning. Yep, you there heard you it first. Jeff's I, called it. Yeah, Jorgen Persson is going to do well with Ovtarov, but not he's not going to beat the Chinese. Not well enough? No. Not just yet. Maybe a year or two before that. 2020 yes. Tokyo Olympics? <laughs> Indeed. And last question from Victor. He says, have you re-watched the Omanoiadam Hadjavazalu video? <laughs> you do that well. You do that well. I knew you should have done that video, Jeff. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you could. I should have. All righty. That wraps up today's show. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Make sure you check out pingskills.com and thank you, Alloys. Thanks, Jeff. And, Jeff, now, now's the time you've got to put the splash screen on. Splash screen. We, got, we always forget the splash screen. Here it comes. This Bye. one? Excellent. See you, everyone. Bye.